I just, I just like looked back to the roots of me being the soccer player and, you know, like those pregame jitters, like that same feeling I got before a game was the same feeling I get when I'm in a high stress environment at work. Like, I'm like, all right, you know what? You're nervous, but like, you know what to do. We're going to go out on the field. We're going to score as many goals as we can. We're going to have fun. Oh, Becky, oh, well placed. This is not going to be my typical introduction to an episode, Um, but it's been a weird week, and there's something that makes sense about starting the episode with this story. So, I almost died on Monday. Um, I fainted for the first time in my life, and when I woke up, I was on the subway tracks of the Chicago, you know, public transit subway. I was on the tracks. I was surrounded by firemen, you know, paramedics came, ambulance, went to the ER. I'm okay. Um, Definitely a bunch of angels or whatever you believe in looking out for me on the day. Um, The train, the next train was only about a thousand feet for me, they managed to stop it, uh, the technicians that were working at the station. Um, but while I was in the ER, I was lucky enough to be under the care of Erin Leonte. She was my ER nurse. Erin was one of the first people I saw in the hospital. She calmed me down when I was freaking out about the fact that I almost got hit by a subway, reassured me that all my loved ones that needed to be contacted would be contacted, Cleaned my wound before it got stitched up, put those stickers on me before I got the EKG, and she was the person who made sure I was okay walking out of the hospital. That personal experience only reaffirmed what I had started to understand more and more while producing this episode you're about to hear. ER nurses are incredible people. Yes, it just so happens that in the week I plan to release a show about an ER nurse, I found myself in the ER under the care of one. Like I said, it's been a weird week. But this ER nurse you're going to hear from today is Andrea Gunderson. Before she was a nurse, she was a soccer player. I played soccer since I was six years old. She got her start as a defender. Well, I wasn't very good at putting the ball in the back of the net. (laughs) Um, I I liked being physical. I liked using my body. I liked going head-to-head with people. And, you know, I always took pride in picking out the best player on the field or the best player on my current team and, like, wanting to defend them because, you know, if I could take them on, then I could take anyone on. So um, I think – just my character and I'm, I'm, I always, people can always say like that I'm a very hard worker. And I just think that defense is where I just found my passion and found where I was comfortable and where I was confident because I was able to use all my strengths from like who I am as a person to like my physical attributes as well. It wasn't long before Andrea set her sights on playing soccer in college. By the time I hit like high school, and to the point where I was looking to play in college, it was kind of just like second nature at that point. 
it was a lifestyle for me um, just because I had been playing for so long and did the whole uh, club soccer travel thing where we went all over the country. Um, so going into my freshman year was when I really knew that I wanted to play in college. So pretty early on, freshman year was like the turning point when I knew I had to start, you know, focusing on what my priorities were when it came to school and like what I wanted to do with my life and where I wanted to play and all that stuff. She went on to play at Penn State for one season and then to the University of Delaware, where she learned to adapt to a lot of different roles on the field and experience a little bit of everything. Kind of became a jack of many trades as I progressed through <clears throat> my four years as a college athlete because I went from like deep midfield to defense to forward to anywhere and everywhere except goalie. <laughs> Delaware was a good fit for Andrea, not just because of the soccer, but because of the other big component of, quote, that stuff she was thinking about in the recruiting process, what she wanted to do with her life. And what Andrea wanted to do was become a nurse. My cousin was actually a nurse. She was the first nurse or first person in healthcare in our family, a lot of business people and whatnot. Um, and once I kind of got to learn more about, like, what she did and what nursing was that kind of piqued my interest. Um, being an athlete, you know, you learn to take care of your body and that's important to you. So like you kind of have a little background of like health and wellness. And so with that background kind of piqued my interest in nursing. Um, and even though I can be like super competitive on the field, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I like to think I'm like a very genuine, nice, easygoing person who can talk to anyone. So I just felt like, with that, it, nursing was just the perfect career choice for me. And I still love, like two years into the, my nursing career, I'm still loving it. And I think it's like perfect for the type of person that I am. Unfortunately, during Andrea's junior season as a blue hen, she tore her ACL. But there ended up being a pretty great silver lining to that situation. She could apply to the accelerated nursing program at the school, this 18-month fast-track program, and, because she had a redshirt season to take, her time in the program could line up with that super senior season. And it was actually funny. When I got my ACL surgery, it was that weekend after surgery that I found out I got into the program. So that was pretty fun. Nice little pick-me-up <laughs> surgery. Um, but yes, yeah, so I graduated with a, my first bachelor's was in health behavior science. And then I went into Delaware's Accelerated Nursing Program and got to finish out my fifth year of soccer. So that was kind of a cool experience. But finally, after over 15 years, Andrea's time as a competitive soccer player came to an end on October 22nd, 2017. I mean, it's, it's always sad when something that you've been doing for so long comes to an end. Um, so, of course... You know, it was a bummer and, you know, we didn't get to make it to playoffs my fifth year season anyway. So when we got to the day of my last game, like you knew, like there was nothing that was going to change. I was like, this is my last day as a soccer college soccer player or just soccer player in general. Um, so that was a little emotional, but um, it's like funny looking back now because like I said, this process started freshman year and here I am freshman year of high school. Um, and here I am eight years later, like wrapping up, nine years later, wrapping up my super senior season, like first semester into nursing school. So 
it was, even though it was like sad, it was also exciting at the same time because I was working my way through nursing school. And I was like, this has been something that I've been planning and working for, for so long. And I'm finally like on my way to being something other than a soccer player, which can be scary sometimes because that's your identity for so long. And I think that's something I struggled with and still struggle with like now. But um, I think the excitement of like finally wrapping up and becoming like a fully functioning adult, as I like to say, <laughs> without soccer is cool. But it's something like I always miss it. But um, I still play adult league. Um, a few times a week. So, and it's the highlight of my life. <laughs> so I still, I still have a good balance of work and soccer still. So are you that rec league player that's like slide tackling and you're like, it's everybody else is like, okay, it's just Wednesday night. <laughs> well, in the league I'm in, you're not allowed to slide tackle, but I definitely am one of the more competitive ones on the field. If I do say so myself, so I was texting, I was actually texting my college coach uh, a, little, a few weeks ago and I was telling him about adult league and how I'm like one of the most competitive kids out there. And he's like, some things never change. And I'm like, yep, you're so right. <laughs> when she's not putting people in their place during weekday rec league, Andrea's now officially full-time in real functioning adult fashion, doing a job she has a passion for. I'm a registered nurse, or I guess an ER trauma registered nurse at Christiana Care. Um, it's the largest health system within the state of Delaware and I love what I do it's so great it's it's always evolving and changing and you know I yes I see a lot of the same things but I also learn so much about something new every day um, because you kind of like dip your toe in all the different specialties in the ER because you get the trauma you get the like the heart alerts the stroke alerts and people who are coming in for just a whole bunch of stuff so the defending, the playmaking, the runs up and down the flank. She gets involved in a little bit of all of it. But even for a job that's used to seeing a bit of everything, this past year really handed her a surprise. Who knew that, you know, when I was thinking about being a nurse freshman year that I would, within my first two years of working, be working through a global pandemic. Andrea recalled how the pandemic unfolded for her as a frontline healthcare worker at her hospital in Philadelphia. I mean, at first, so it was kind of weird because, you know, you think working in the ER, it's really, really busy. But the first wave of COVID, um, the hospital was like dead. There was always open rooms. You know, I maybe put my hands on like five to eight patients a day, which is very unusual. Um, you know, a lot of sitting around. It was just COVID people coming in, which, you know, at the time was appropriate. Um, but we weren't getting the additional just like sick people who come in normally. Um, so once like that first wave kind of worked its way through and things started picking back up and the COVID rate started going down, you know, things kind of went back to normal. But it was that second wave where it like it was it was a tough few weeks at work for sure, because, you know, we had the COVID patients in excess, plus everyone else who was coming in too for like a kidney stone, a bellyache, you know, the traumas, the strokes, all that stuff that I was talking about earlier. Um, so we were very overwhelmed. There was a point where there was like 50 to 70 people in the waiting room throughout the entire day. I definitely was getting nervous and getting scared because, you know, I live with two roommates um, and one of them is in healthcare. The other one is in consulting. Um, 
I actually had to self-quarantine over Thanksgiving because I had an exposure occurrence at work. Um, so I had to spend Thanksgiving by myself because I was nervous, like, just like if, if I were, if, since I was exposed, like, would I give it to my family? And I ended up being negative and or tested negative, which was a blessing, but it's just like still so many uncertainties, um, going forward. And I think everyone kind of feels that, um, but we're all learning to live with COVID per se. So it's, I go to work every day, just prepared for whatever, hoping to just do the best care that I can because <laughs> it's all you can really do right now. Nothing we can really, we can't just snap our fingers and COVID go away. So not to mention a nurse's sleep schedule adds in a different kind of exhaustion. Well, I mean, I do have to say just with our crazy schedules in general, like a nurse's sleep, at least in my own opinion, a nurse's sleep schedule is never ideal. Thankfully, I'm a day shift nurse. Um, so I at least have some consistency in my life where, you know, I work during the day versus the nighttime. So I'm not um, a little out of whack after working three nights in a row. But um it's, it's physically exhausting working 12 hours. Um, I think that's honestly the hardest part about my job. Um, cause it's just like soccer nursing is an endurance sport. So, um, I'm definitely very fatigued when I come home after working a few of shifts in a row, but, um, just because you have such long days, like as soon as I hit the pillow, I'm out, but it's more from like a physical exhaustion point. Um, then like, a mental, like not able to turn it off kind of thing, if that makes sense. Thankfully, a life in sports helped introduce Andrea to a great technique for coping with stress and anxiety in her field and keeping her body and mind ready to perform when she needs them to. It's, it's one thing that I've learned about myself is if I'm stressed, if I'm dealing with something, anxious about something, like going and getting a little bit of a sweat going is helps me just like forget about everything. Um, cause I don't know. I don't think I ever experienced a runner's high cause I'm a runner now, I guess. <laughs> one um, of those like uh, mer- like, I feel like there's that retired athlete that like runs. Yeah. Runs. You're one of those. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, but I just going outside and just, um, you know, going for a little run and, and, running through the city that I love and getting to see all the sights, like it just takes, takes me away for a quick second, you know, and I just get to be in a bubble for a half hour to 45 minutes. And that helps me. And that's something I think that definitely I've noticed like is my outlet. It seems brighter days for those like Andrea and her colleagues are ahead. And she hopefully will soon return to the regular chaos of the ER. Thank God I was able to get my vaccine. So I've got both doses and I'm happy about that because it protects me, protects my coworkers and my patients and my family and my friends. So I'm hoping to come out on the other side soon with all this. I think we're all eager for it. Even with the sleep schedule, even in a global pandemic, Andrea loves being an ER nurse. And a lot of the qualities she loves about her work feel familiar. One thing that I appreciate so much about my job is it's so like even though I like I struggled letting soccer go um I think the reason that I felt so good about becoming an ER nurse is because when I did my training there in school um 
actually did an internship at the ER that I currently work at before graduating. And that's kind of how I got my job. But, you know, I always thought I wanted to be an ICU nurse. But like once I got into the ER, it was such like a team environment, like all your coworkers, like so similar to soccer, like, you know, being a leader on the field, like you can use those same attributes and characteristics in the ER because we have so much autonomy down there. Like I'm able to call the shots just like you are being a leader on the soccer field. Um, and just the team environment was so huge. Like instead of breaking each other down, we build each other up in the department. If we're struggling mentally, if we're having a bad day, or if you have a heavy, awful assignment, my coworkers will do whatever they can to help me. And I think that's huge. And just reminds me of like that team bond that you have with sports. Um, so like, even if I'm having a bad day, like I know that I could talk to one of them or that they'll like, if I needed to take a minute, like someone would be like, yeah, you know what? I got you go take a minute. You know, I'm here for you. Like come back when you're ready. And I think that's one of the best things about my job and a reason why I love it so much. (laughs) She's always been a relentlessly hard worker since the days she was picking out the best player on the opposing team to defend. And through those years learned like so many athletes do how to perform under pressure, even when obstacles get thrown in your way. One of my friends always said something about me. She's like, it's like, Andrea, like, you know what you want. And when you know what you want, like, you don't stop until you get it. And like, in every aspect of my life, that's, (laughs) um, I think, true. Even at work, like, going from a soccer player to a nurse to an ER nurse, um, it's a new thing. Like I remember I'm, I'll be, I'll have been a nurse two years this coming March. And I remember where I was as a student when I interned in the ER and where I was when I just started as a, an intern, they called it when I first got the job and like how nervous I was, but I just, I just like looked back to the roots of me being the soccer player and, you know, like those pregame jitters, like that same feeling I got before a game was the same feeling I get when I'm in a high stress environment at work. Like, I'm like, all right, you know what? You're nervous, but like, you know what to do and you're gonna be fine. Like you have help if you need it. And like, just being able to relax myself under that pressure, like you do on game days is kind of something that was a nice characteristic to transition to the real world. Um, And I think the fact that my job is ever changing and and there's so much adversity in the ER, just like there is in, in when you're playing a game. And, you know, like you are on the field and you make a, a pass and it goes to the other team. You know, then you have to react to that adversity and then change your mindset and focus on the next task. And that's kind of similar to working in the ER. Um, like you never know what's going to come through the door. So always being ready to face that adversity is something very similar to being a soccer player as well. As for her future, well, if there's anything this past year has taught us, it's that you really have no idea what the future holds. But Andrea has some thoughts on where she might end up. Honestly, I'm, I have that conversation with myself pretty much every other week because <laughs> I honestly don't know. But I think that's a beautiful thing too. Um, you know, I've just like in soccer, you know, I put so much pressure on myself to try and figure that out, but I'm slowly realizing that, you know, not knowing what I want to do is okay. 
because I'm also very content in what I'm doing right now. Um, I'm only two years in and I still, I, I, like I said, I remember where I started and where I am now. And I know that I've learned so much, but I still think there's so much that I want to learn. Um, before I make a decision about what I want to do. Um, I have some ideas, of course, like going back to school, becoming a nurse practitioner, um, maybe looking into travel nursing, um, which is really cool, um, and maybe even changing specialties. But right now, like I, I love what I do so much and I, it, it's such an awesome environment and I learn something new at, every week and multiple things new every week that, I am enjoying where I'm at right now and I'm trying not to put too much pressure on myself to make a decision. So that's kind of where I'm at. (laughs) Thank you to Andrea Gunderson for coming on to the podcast and thank you for listening. Hope to see you next time.